0: Joseph Murphy said, whatever you give attention to will grow, magnify, and multiply in your experience. And my guest today, Eileen Durfee, says that this was key in her recovery from her myriad health conditions. And I'm going to tell you about that evolution and what's important for you to know regarding your hormones and spinal fitness. Stay tuned. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident, and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock solid metabolism, lasting weight loss and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am really grateful to have my guest today. and excited to share her with you because this is very impactful information that you're not gonna hear about in a lot of places, but it's super important. And if you miss this step, you'll probably never never get your hormones quite right. So you don't wanna miss it, but it's kind of one of these little known hormone facts that you need to know. Like, what does your spinal fitness have to do with your hormones? If you've listened to me long enough, you know that I've talked about this before, but not all the time. And you almost never hear anyone else talk about spinal integrity and hormones. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Eileen, and then we'll get started. She has a very extensive resume, so I'm going to give you the highlights. But she's basically an inventor and practitioner. She has a, an engineering background, and her brain is built, really built differently from a lot of people's. in that she's always thinking mechanics, how things work. And how to improve things. So, when she had her myriad health problems, which she will share with you in the episode, this engineering background really served her in coming up with solutions, and particularly solutions around what is called spinal fitness. Not sure what that is. Stay tuned because we're going to tell you. And she even has some tips on figuring out your spinal fitness. And if it's not great, ways to help you improve it so without further ado welcome Eileen to the podcast well thank you for having me i'm excited for you to talk about your journey a lot of the women listening are really struggling with their health they're struggling to find answers And that's a part of your story, and it was through your struggle with your health problems that you overcame them, and you really have developed a lot of programs and products to help other people. So I think it's very instructive if you could share a little bit about your story briefly so that people know everything you've had to overcome and kind of some of the things we're going to talk about today.
1: I've been in pain my whole life from the time I was born to growing nine inches in three months uh, in height and being ran over by a car. Then after I got a silver filling, becoming allergic to everything, having problems with candida, my hormones, Hashimoto's, just hair falling out, psoriasis, not being able to sleep. Just a ton of issues. And I just had this underlying feeling that, you know, my body wasn't made to have just necessarily medications, that I tried diets and detoxification protocols and all these things. And I started putting the pieces to the puzzle together so that my body could, you know, function you know, without having so much medications and to, you know, have a more energetic life because really everything is about energy. We want to be able to sleep well, wake up, have energy to live our life. And before it's like, I didn't have any of that. And so I've tried a lot of gizmos i mean a lot of listeners probably have a lot of stuff that they bought that's just on the shelf in the garage they're not using you know because it's like you have to develop this lifestyle and have things that are easy to use that you can feel a difference because there's no silver bullet to health so i really looked at environmental toxins you know what you're breathing what you're drinking what you're putting on your skin and then even if we lived in a bubble so to speak We'd still have toxins, especially with a lot of genetic mutations that we have that we're not able to eliminate these things. So I developed gizmos to like help us do that. But an underlooked aspect really is how much energy does your body waste in holding your body erect in gravity? How many people have back pain? How many people have tight muscles? If we can just kind of improve that, and open up our nerves to all of our organs, everything's gonna work better. And so I look at a whole body approach.
0: Okay, thank you for sharing that. And you know, you've been through so much with your health, you listed so many problems. I think there are a lot of women listening who can identify with that. And Eileen shared her age with me before we started. She doesn't look her age at all. You could see her on the video. So she's doing something right. You mentioned something. So the, the podcast is The Hormone Prescription. And I try to try and tie everything into hormones. We are going to be focusing on a spinal fitness and structure, but we're going to tie in a lot of other health concerns into this episode. So you definitely want to stay tuned. But I want to start off by sharing something that you're probably not going to hear in a lot of places. And this was taught to me when I worked in Atlanta by a very astute intelligent chiropractor. As functional doctors, we go the next step as a mainstream doctor, when I I just had a small toolbox of pill for every ill, surgery for every symptom, but then when I became fellowship trained in anti-aging metabolic and functional medicine, I got a bigger toolbox and I started looking at the physiologic, biochemical, and hormonal function of the body, and we worked with the body's systems. But I didn't realize there was something else missing, and that was structural integrity. So Eileen mentioned as she was sharing her story about this kind of alignment that needs to happen to open up your nerve plexus. It also helps your blood vessels to flow more freely, the blood through your body. And that means your hormones, which is part of your nervous system. If you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that's the fact. And so it was this concept of when you are not aligned your musculoskeletal system properly, it puts these very small kinks in your nerves, your blood vessels, your subtle energy bodies, and it stops everything from working properly, including your hormones. So I want to start the whole discussion from that perspective. I want everyone to get that how important this is. It's not, oh, I slept funny and my neck's out of balance and I just need to go to the chiropractor to get it popped back because I don't want my neck to hurt. It's the fact that your body and most of us, he showed me my posture, was. he he imitated me and I have this hilarious picture of him kind of twisting and he's like, so all your nerves and vessels are twisted that way. So it's about your hormones functioning, that crick in your neck. The fact that your feet are half a centimeter off, right? You have hip misalignment, which most of us have. Your hormones aren't functioning properly because of that. So I know I've said a lot, but I really want to draw everybody's attention to the importance of this. So how did you zero in on spinal fitness through this huge health journey that you had, Eileen? Let's talk about how you zeroed in on that and really how did that become a big part of your recovery?
1: Well, after being ran over by a car, I mean, I've been to neurologists, everything else. They said I'd never be able to lift my hands, my arms up, shoulders up. It was like daggers being, you know, stabbed into my chest every time I took a breath. And I went to a chiropractor who did a lot of adjustments, but he taught exercises and not just exercises to strengthen certain muscles but exercises that would get you an S-shaped spine. Now, that's what's not known is the benefits of an S-shaped spine and why you want it, how to get it. Mm-hmm. So, with an S-shaped spine, you know, your head is more balanced over your pelvis and the bones aren't So, stacked on top of each other. Before you're 18, your body is busy increasing the size and developing the spinal disc tissue specifically. And then it'll stop increasing and growing those after you're 18. So, you no longer have this pumping action to get nutrients in your disc or the waste products out. But If you do have that S-shaped spine, it acts like a shock absorber where there's a pumping action, where it pumps nutrients in, takes waste products out, keeps the spinal discs hydrated. So whenever you lose or don't have the S-shaped spine, then it's more compression and you go into disc degeneration and then you have tight muscles because people are really into stretching, which is great. Mm -hmm. However, tight muscles exist because of gravity. You can't change the muscle attachments to bones, okay? So when you have tight muscles, you really have to start thinking, do I have that S-shape spinal curvature? For instance, if all the listeners were to stand up and then feel their hamstrings, how many of them would have tight hamstrings? Almost every single person.
0: I want to just interrupt you for a second because... A lot of people know what you're talking about, S-shape. Other people don't. So can you explain to them what should
1: they be looking for to to know if they have an s shaped spine? What is that curvature? Okay, the curvature, when we're born, we're a C-shape. And when grandpa's old, he's like a C-shape, you know, holding onto a cane. Right. So in between, you know, we're born with that C shape. And what our body does is it develops these lordotic curves where we get a low back curve and a neck curve. Okay. So our spine is in an S shape or should be. Okay. And so the benefits to that are is in gravity, like your hamstrings, for instance, are only designed for running, jumping, or like if you're going to launch an object, they're involved in the thrust. But mm-hmm. otherwise, the hamstrings should have no effort on them, period, none. And the reason why they're tight is your short postural muscles. They're not very strong. They can't exert that tension that you need for very long. So the mm-hmm. hamstrings begin to help those short postural muscles. So then, like if you're going to have a stride length, say you're a runner, If the hamstrings are tight because you don't have that S shape and you're, you know, leaning forward, so you have all this extra pounds coming down as compression on your neck, you know, and all these things, then that fast twitch muscle recruitment of the hamstrings are dedicated to keep you from falling flat you know, because of gravity and it will take it away. It won't let you have it for, you know, athletic performance Mm -hmm. or whatever. So you can tell right away if you have the S-shaped curve by, if you have tight hamstrings, you don't have it. You know, how far can you bend over when you hinge at your hips? You know, if you can't put your palms flat on the floor, you don't have an S-shaped curve. Then Mm -hmm. if you jump up and you land forward or backward, instead of in the same spot when you try to jump as high as you can, that's indicative of poor posture. If Mm -hmm. you raise your hands straight up and they're not along your ears, most people, they're pointing, you know, maybe even 15 degrees forward, 20, 30 degrees. That's indication Mm -hmm. of, you know, the neck not having the right curvature. So it's limiting, you know, your shoulders Mm. from moving your arms up. Uh, rotating your head, looking with your eyes, and turning. Um, a lot of people with really bad neck posture won't lead with the eyes; they'll lead with their chin. And then even sitting down, just taking a deep breath in and putting your, you know, hands clasps behind your head. You know, so is uh-huh. your low back curve? Does it have a low back curve in it, or is it more flat? those are that's like the evaluation and I have a free pdf guide that you can download on how to perform this evaluation and what it tells you about the posture and that is okay. how Dr. Sugar helped the New England Patriots pick players for years they didn't spend much money on players because they were using his techniques to evaluate you know athletic ability because it's like a car with a bent crankshaft you know your motor's going to seize it's going to You know, and your spine is a mechanical device like a a crankshaft in a motor. And so if it's out of tolerance, you're going to be grinding up bone edges, deteriorating discs, and you're not going to have athletic Mm -hmm. ability. And so it's really kind of easy to tell if you have an F-shaped spine or not, and you'll feel it with tight muscles and limited mobility or maybe even pain. But I mean, I've been traveling a lot and I will sit in an airport when I'm waiting, watching how many S-shaped spines can identify. I mean, I was there for hours and I saw two people with an S-shaped spine. It is epidemic. It's a $100 billion a year problem for low back pain alone in America. So just think of all the energy you're spending fighting gravity and we have a system where you can get the S shape curve. You know, before now, I mean, even physical therapists, they didn't know how to give it to people or to train for people to have mm-hmm. it. But they're. And so, why are we losing our S shape? Most people never get it. And that's especially with the electronic devices, because we're forward head posture a lot. We're, you know, we're looking mm-hmm. down. So it's the repetitive motions. That were, you know, sustaining without it's kind of like eating candy before bed and not flushing, flossing and brushing your teeth. You know, you've got to do stuff to reverse the effects of gravity, besides the fact that there are exercises that are being taught to increase muscle that actually reduce the curves. They're detrimental. We're teaching the children wrong. We're not helping them develop an S-shaped spine. So all this Like what
0: exercises?
1: Like a regular, a regular sit-up, for instance. You know, you you bend. And so you're creating posterior shear because the there's these bones uh, upper and lower on each vertebrae that have facet bones. And mm-hmm. when those separate, then you know the, the vertebrae can twist or whatever, but it's not encouraging a low back curve when you're doing a regular sit-up. So what we what Dr. Scherter did is he created like a fulcrum. You think of a teeter-totter. If it's balanced with the fulcrum in the middle, it's really pretty easy. But like if you want to move a mm-hmm. boulder, for instance, you have a long bar but you put the fulcrum really close down there so you can use 100 pounds to move 500, all right? So what we do with these exercises, we put the fulcrum underneath the body so we eliminate posterior shear, and then we put a load on the body so it's like where the fulcrum is not in the center so, when you put the weight on top of the body, it's creating where you have to have five hundred pounds to move one hundred. So you're putting absolute tension on these certain muscles that with that curve, that fulcrum underneath you, it induces the curvature. So, there's a sit-up exercise. there's a that it works external obliques. And that, because of the groove in the cushion, Helps to fix segmental posture. So if somebody has a slight scoliosis or vertebrae sublux out to the left or the right, it's like a train on a train track. It lets the spinous float, catches the transverse process, and it'll actually adjust your back as you arch over it. And then again, because of that absolute tension and that, you know, kind of like a half of a ball that you're you're laying over it's going to induce the low back curvature. Then we do a pelvic tilt, which uh, he initially started having us do a standing pelvic tilt, you know, where that is really good for the hips. You talked about people having legs unequal because, you know, they'll have, you know, half their hip rotated forward, like, you know, our gas pedal's on the right. And if we're right-handed, most right-handed people, their hip is twisted forward. Yeah, And then then that shortens that leg. And so what we can do to strengthen the hips is doing a pelvic tilt, but he had it where you lay over this cushion where you can put your L5, L4, L3 in this groove. And then you get your upper body taut where your rectus muscles tight. You're putting absolute tension on that rectus. Then you put weight on top of the body on your iliac hips and when you do that pelvic tilt because of the direction of muscle pull and the leverage you've created, it actually shears the L5 vertebrae back on the L4. So if you have like a herniated disc, like Luke Rockhold, UFC fighter that that Joe Rogan wanted to have, to have spinal surgery, I went over there, taught him this exercise on the power cushion, and within two weeks, he got rid of his herniated disc without surgery. And so it's just using leverage, physics, you know, compression and shear forces in a good way. The problem without having an S shaped spine is, you know, we talked about the facet bones. If you have bone on bone, there's no muscle to have to weaken. It's so strong, it's like a vice. And when you have that S shaped curve, the shear forces push bone-on-bone. Bone. As soon as you don't have the S-shaped curve, gravity reverses shear. So then it puts the strain on your ligaments and your multifidus and your interspinalis muscles. And people sometimes don't think about it, but the disc in your spine is actually a ligament too. So they don't stretch like a rubber band. When you have enough, you know, you got all those tight muscles, you got that back pain. That means you're putting you know, some undue stress and tearing on your spinal disc, which then can herniate and and people are, you know, getting back surgeries and fusions, all because they don't have the S-shaped curve because the doctors don't know how to give it to people. But this was uh, proven. uh, Dr. Sugar did like a 15-year study with Jennifer Stone and Bob Beaton from the U.S. Olympic team and Ron O'Neill, who was the trainer at the New England Patriots for 26 years, and then Smitty from York Barbell, who was the Olympic heavy weightlifting coach, they all did this study. And for the first time since Leonardo da Vinci and Borelli in 1680, they only did partial spinal biomechanics, but they did every single vertebrae in the spine, in position, calculating the mechanical advantage of the S-shaped spine versus, you know, forward head posture or loss of curve or the straight military spine and determined all the compression forces and shear forces at every vertebrae. And it was proven that there's a 15 to 1 mechanical advantage to have an S-shaped spine. And it... For everybody. And they For everyone, for everyone, everyone. not just athletes, right? Yeah, every, everyone. And then they found out that with these four exercises that you do, and you start with only five, 10 reps, it's nothing like a huge dedicated program. They found out that as long as your spine wasn't naturally or surgically fused, you could get the S-shaped curve in 12 weeks, doing these exercises three to five times a week. Awesome. And I just came back from Las Vegas at the physical therapy and orthopedic conference. And I had the equipment there and I asked people to do 10 reps of four exercises, but I would have them bend over first and turn their head, you know, do the evaluation. The worst improvement I got of everyone that was there was two inches of reach bending over and one inch, turning their head either way. The best I got was nine inches bending over. Their hamstrings were so tight, but in 10 reps of four exercises, they got nine inches of reach and three inches in turning their head either way. I had mm-hmm. one gal, because these are people that are in flexion, they're bent over working on people that are injured, doing physical therapy exercises, using their arms. So one gal did all the exercises day one. She came back at the end of day two and said, I always have pain under my scapula. I always have pain when I'm lifting my arms and I always have low tight back muscles. She said, I want to tell you, I sat in classes for two days, had no tight low back, had no pain in my scapula and I could raise my arms without pain. And that was at the end of day two. These exercises, that's the thing is, is I'm 60 years old, and I know the women that are listening, life keeps life, and we've got a lot of stuff and commitments that we have to do, and it's hard for us to make a routine to change our life. You know, And it really helps when we can do something once <laughs> and have such a significant <laughs> improvement that it sells itself. It's like, man, I really feel a lot better when I do these things. You know, And right. that's what's fantastic about spinal fitness is is that you can beat gravity you can get rid of that pain those tight muscles but best of all is again like you mentioned earlier is like when your nerves are pinched you know from our brain all of the signals to our organs go through that And, you know, everyone, when you you got tight muscles and pain, you've got pinched nerves. So it's not getting its optimal communication to form its function. And so you really do have to think that the structure is one of the most important things because it's also very anti-aging. See, a lot of people will do all kinds of stuff for anti-aging, and there's just a lot of technology out there, and I use a lot of it myself. It's fantastic, but if you don't get the S-shaped spine, you know, and your muscles are fatigued and everything else, your body's so smart, it's going to help you. It's going to start adding calcification on the front of these vertebrae, to help it stand, you know, to help you with gravity. Mm. Your muscles don't have to be tight. So then you're going to get stiff and old and you're going to start developing that C-shaped curve and you're going to have permanent reduced nerve capacity, you know, to your organs and you're just going to age. You are going to prematurely age unless you get that S-shaped spine. Wow. So I hope
0: everybody is hearing this. So maybe you're someone who's the majority of women at 40 to 60 and older have had episodes of back pain, if not chronic back pain. And so maybe that's you, or maybe you don't have back pain and you wanna make sure that you don't get it or have any disc problems in the future. So at the end, Eileen does have a download, like she said, where you can kind of do these tests for your S curvature and also some exercises. But one of the things I really noticed in reading your bio and talking to you just before the podcast and also during the podcast, you have been through so much and you have this incredible engineering technical mind that has helped you to think about these health challenges that you've encountered in a really unique and technical kind of solution focused strategy way and you shared some quotes with me that you love. I, I want to share this one by Joseph Murphy. And then I want to ask if you could talk a little bit about how you have had the mental toughness to go through the things you've been through and not only survive through them, but thrive and become so passionate that you've created innovative tools for other people. And the quote from Joseph Murphy, Mur- Murphy, who I love, is whatever you give attention to will grow, magnify, and multiply in your experience. So, could you talk a little bit about what that means to you and how this has served you and what other mindset
1: tools you use to thrive through everything you've been through? You know, I've naturally been one of those people that no matter what's wrong or what challenges that are before me is a glass that's always half full and and that there's always a solution. I, I don't know. I think it's, you know, because of my family environment, maybe how my father was so into perfection, orientism, and, you know, I sought his approval where my sister went the opposite direction. But I've just always had this drive that you know, the answer is never no, there's always a solution. And then over the years, I've, you know, done a lot of reading, because it's like I every single day, I, I don't know, I have this hunger to learn, you know, and nothing ever stays the same. And you just can't keep on doing the same thing over and over. So I'm always reading, always learning and when i came across dr joseph murphy i realized that the reason why i was able to get out of that bad situation and then to create solutions is because of my focus and the hope that i had you know which naturally came to me but now i utilize that those tools even more there's a mm-hmm. lot of you know things that, you know, thought life is huge. And for women, I didn't have any brothers. So I was more of a tomboy with my dad. I mean, I ran machines, drove the backhoe, you know, know how to frame <laughs> and, you know, just I uh, like all guy stuff. You know, I I I'm real mechanical. And, you know, a lot of women, you know, they have these challenges. And I just realized that what you think about. In your thoughts. You know, a lot of women, it's like there was this funny movie with Mel Gibson in where he could hear the thoughts of women and they were just all racing, did I leave the coffee pot? Did I do this? Did I do that? (laughs) You know, and so it's like when you really realize that, like my own daughter, she has all the this thought life. And you know, and I just realized that that I didn't have a lot of that. My thought life is about. Visualizing mechanically, maybe how to build something to solve a solution. It's like I do a lot of work in my mind that way instead of thinking about the worst thing or the fear or this or that. But I know that women in general, I'm more left brained, you know, they're more right brained. And so they might really think a lot about things. And so I've really tried to, you know, help people realize, you know, just observe your thoughts. I think a really good tip would be to just kind of like observe your thoughts for a while. What are you, what are you really thinking about? What are you spending your time thinking about? And then maybe Uh take steps to change or replace some of those thoughts. I mean, you know, you can get audiobooks of Joseph Murphy, that you know, that that he's really fantastic. There's a lot of other people out there too. But our thought life can really even impact our hormones, our mood and emotions, because everything is energy. So if we can transform our thought life, we're gonna transform our body. We're gonna transform our hormones, we're gonna transform so many things. And I think that was my strong point, kind of naturally being wired towards that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. But then I just didn't want that to be accidental. I wanted to like improve. So you know, I'm constantly learning. So I think that's a really good thing is to be curious and know that nothing stays the same and that little tiny hinges move giant doors. So sometimes yes. the simplest little tiny things that we change can like dramatically improve our life. I love that quote. Little tiny
0: hinges move giant doors. That's so true. So, you know, sometimes it can be so simple. And you've offered so much important information for everybody here today. I mean, I really appreciate it. I really, this is a pet peeve of mine because I think even a lot of us functional docs don't stress the importance of structural integrity of the musculoskeletal system. And we really do a disservice to people when we don't. So I appreciate you coming and sharing light on this. You've got a great gift. We'll have the link in the show notes. So if you're driving, don't try to write it down. We'll have it in the show notes. And tell everybody what they'll get there. There are a few different downloads for free that they're going to get, right?
1: Yes, there's I think five or six documents and these were rewritten based on Dr. Sugar's work. And it goes into exercises to avoid that can actually put strain and stress on your back and reduce your curves. And then ones that we encourage or how to do a modified instead of a standing curl with weight, sit down and do a preacher's curl with weight. So you take the stress off the low back, just tips like that. So there's a document just about the exercises that to avoid and what we recommend. Then there's one on just how to do the neck flexion. Cause you know, we're forward head posture, we're we're sitting at our desks. So there's just a simple exercise that you can do even with your fingertips or with the neck shaper device to help bring your head back, reverse the gravitational effects. And so there's a neck okay. document. Then there's a sit-up document. Even without a power cushion, you can actually take a sleeping bag with duct tape and create yourself that fulcrum to exercise over. And mm-hmm. it talks about. The reasons why you don't want to do a regular sit up and how to do the sit up correctly and what muscles it strengthens, those kinds of things. The same way with a a pelvic tilt, you know, it explains all of that. And then a really important thing one of the first things Dr. Scherter had me do after I was ran over by the car was take ordinary bath towels and roll them a special way and then do a back twist you know i talked about your body's not giving the nourishment to the discs anymore because you're supposed to have that shaped spine so your your discs are like a dried out kitchen sponge so we can do this twist to cause them to go to a gel state then we can lay over these rolls so we take gravity out of the picture because gravity is why you have tight muscles so as your muscles loosen it encourages increasing proper curvature. And we have special rolls now that act like a brace where you're laying there, you actually hear your bones snap, just laying there relaxing because when the muscles let go, mm-hmm. it's like a groove on it. And so that, it teaches you how to do that. So all these free guides, you don't have to buy anything. You can, I show you how to makeshift what you got at home to do these things to start getting back pain relief. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much for those wonderful gifts, Eileen. Thank you for your journey and all that you've created to help people and for this incredible information. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. I hope that you will put into action something that you've learned here today frankly, I think each and every one of you needs to download the guides and see if you have the S curvature in your spine. And if you don't, you need to get about the business of working to get the S curvature back if you had it before or to get it for the first time, because not only will that help to eliminate back pain potentially, but you're going to help your entire biochemistry and physiology to function better, including your hormones so if nothing else i hope that you take action thanks so much for joining me i'll see you again next week until then peace love and hormones y'all thank you so much for listening i know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve